This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Oh, there we go, recording. I wish we were recording just then. That would have been a good introduction. We could start have, yeah. all over just, again now. Yeah. Oh, the heck with it. Let's just go go with it. Hello, Ian. Hello, Eric. Here we are. Okay. We were just saying then, just before I started uh, recording, that, uh, um, yes, um, this story, Ultra World, I've always liked. I've always liked it, despite the uh, awful amount of padding that there is. But this is one that I listened to an awful lot on my uh, C90s. So, you know, this, I, I thought, because you liked it, because you're saying you liked the episode, I thought this was one that you liked because of the a large amount of really good model work in it. Mm. Yeah, but of course, you know, we only yeah. watched that once, didn't we? we yes, wait for the, yeah. the VHS era before we saw yeah. those model uh, shots again. Although, do you remember that issue of Starburst where yes. they did a thing on, yeah. on Blake 7 special effects? And that's there's that terrific shot of the Liberator in its cradle. Yes. And I used to pour over that. <laughs> I really yeah. did. I've got questions about that cradle. but <laughs> Yes, so have I. So have yeah. I. But I was just saying to you before I pressed uh, record, um, yep. I've thought about this since I watched it about three days ago for uh, today's recording. I, I've thought about this uh, story more than I've ever thought about it before. And, and when we reach certain points in our discussion today, I, I, I've got questions for you, okay? Oh right, okay, yeah. I uh, yeah, I've not thought much about it before this. Like I say, I last week I said I'd only seen it once. I've probably I've I've probably seen it a couple of times, but I didn't remember it. Oh. So it was like coming across a new episode. There was occasional bits where it's like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that is funny, isn't it? Mm. I, I I keep mentioning on this show about you know yeah. I've I've been watching the Space Nineteen Ninety Nine Blu-ray of season two, and a lot of those episodes I've never seen before because yeah. I, I've I've always been put off by season two. And boy, watching them again, I, I, you know why? I, I, yeah. I know why. And it is odd that suddenly there's a story you you, you don't recall yeah. at all. Because you know? I know I know most of Blake Seven really. I know some episodes fantastically well some really well but most of it i know or at least have a passing acquaintance with um but this one yeah it was there was little bits i remembered but the actual storyline it was yeah like watching a new episode mm. which was quite a nice mm. novel experience yes did you dress up for today by the way uh yeah i've just um stuck uh veins and that on bits of latex on my face so okay okay got that nice image yes yeah. yes i've got a mental image of that because, uh, uh, follically, I, I'm almost oh, an yes, ultra yeah, myself, yeah. Um, today I'm in my boxer shorts, I've uh, hot glued some spaghetti all over my body, good, and yeah. uh, and I've painted myself blue. Yes, which is uh, it's probably a good move. Mm, mm. So, so, yes, listener, if you can imagine Ian with his latex on his face and me with spaghetti painted blue... <laughs> On it's my, just a normal weekend, yes, isn't it? Really? I, I do apologise if you're eating yeah. whilst uh, listening to this podcast or making the dinner. You I might just, just yeah. decide to throw it in the bin now. Actually, it's probably not a good episode to uh, watch while you're eating either. Mm, mm. Ian, you're humming, I've, I've I, got oh, to say. Sorry. Let, yes, me, do, let me do, unplug, do unplug. power source. There we go. 
Oh, we're, that's we're better. Run, we're running on battery banks now. That's better. That's much better. Yes. Um, so, yes, uh, here we go then. Ultra World, written by Trevor Hoyle. Trevor a Hoyle, name, yes. Yeah. A name we know, don't we? We do, yeah. He did the novelizations. He was also a very prolific uh, science fiction writer. And that shows in this because it's sort of big sci-fi ideas. Yes. Not necessarily given enough time to sort of to, to work very successfully. But yeah, it's it's an ideas episode. This isn't really a character driven it's a, episode. It's a thing you can get away with in a novel, yes. but not on a BBC special effects budget. Yeah. Can you imagine like when they read this script? There's a huge room sized brain. There's mm. all these underground workings. Mm. Mm. And they went, Oh, let's let's see if the underground will let us film. Yeah. Um, yes, of course, he, he did. Yeah. He wrote the novelizations. Yeah. That's his uh, thing. Th- th- this is the only thing that he wrote for television. He never wrote anything for film. This is the only thing he wrote for TV. Um, and I, I also found out doing research, and I don't know if this figures in with a bonding ceremony that, that, that we're going to be talking about. He, he used to write short stories for men only. Oh, right. As well. Hmm. Uh, so okay, all right. Well, let's go then because we've yes. uh, we're, we've got the crappy season three titles to get through. Yes, um, yeah. always a chore. <laughs> always a shock. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> when actually, we come yeah, back to they them, they always surprise me. Yes, yes, and I, I'm surprised again. We've got these real life starscapes again, yes, haven't we? With yeah, the same we, music again. Yeah, we really should have plotted this to see whether there's any sort of correlation as to directors. We or should have noted that choose it. these. Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't had them for a while, have we? We had them for a, a good old run, and then we haven't had them for a while, and it was a shock to see them again. Well, I tell you what, I I, I can look into it because I always keep all my show notes, oh, right. and I never throw them away. So I I can dig back and find out how many times you know it's been featured so are far. You, uh, are you hoping to get them published as a book? <laughs> It'll be your uh, magnificent magnificent octopus. Ma- <laughs> yeah. my, yes, maybe, maybe. But but they're really good. But what is even better is it, it's followed by that that terrific shot of the Liberator. Oh, gorgeous. Isn't it? There's something about the way mm. that's lit. Yeah, there's there's a few stock shots in in this episode in this beginning bit where it's like it's lit as if it was actually lit by a star or a sun mm. or by a single light source, very 2001, and it, it suits the Liberator because it's quite knobbly, so you get lots of shading and lots of you shadows. And... This is a terrific shot. Yeah, I, really nice. It should be um, um, you know, produced as a poster because I'd yeah. certainly buy a poster of that shot. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we go inside, and they found something on their detectors. Make of it. Pulsar? The sequence is regular enough, but no, I don't think so. Anything on the star charts? Not within this quadrant. Nothing listed. Not even a Federation beacon. It couldn't be that. Why not? This has never been a transit lane for Federation ships. It's unlikely to be one now, wouldn't you say? <laughs> the rate surveillance empire is expanding. Anything's possible. Zen, are we within visual scanner range? Negative. <laughs> We're not disturbing you, I hope. Well, no, not at all. Carry on. I'm just teaching Orak some new tricks. Villa is teaching Orac? No, it doesn't make sense. Avon, it could be a false echo on the medium range detectors. Yes, it could be. Zen, supply all available data on object bearing 01 intersect 57. Cali, what's the distance? Three million spatials. Well, Zen, we're waiting. Preliminary scan registers nil reading. Nothing at all. That is correct. What about its electromagnetic spectrum? The object has no electromagnetic spectrum. But it must have. Zen, are we within visual scanner range now? 
Affirmative. All right, let's see what this mysterious lump of nothing looks like. What the hell is that? Whatever it is, I don't like the look of it. The question is, does it like the look of us? Well, don't deny us the benefit of your brilliant insights, Abel. You don't have to be brilliant, just observe it. There's only one thing it can be, an artificial planet. Artificial? You mean man-made? Or made by an alien life form? Alien? What? Where? Who's talking about aliens? Go back to your class, teacher. As Kelly says, it seems likely that that was constructed by an alien life form, which would explain the absence of any electromagnetic spectrum. There must be some kind of surface shielding that blocks radiation leakage. All we picked up were reflections. Can I can I just make a note that I really liked Avon's top? Mm, yes. Corduroy brown. I thought, yeah, brown suits him, doesn't it? Yeah, we've had some duff yeah. outfits we have. over the last mm. few episodes, but all, everyone in this one, uh, not yeah, too everyone, bad. Everyone yeah. gets a, a good, non-embarrassing top. Yes, yes. Um, this this thing about that, that they found something just there yes. um, on the um, detectors, I think this is going to be a re- reoccurring theme in the story. There are uh, elements from other stories in this, aren't yes. there? Yeah, it, it, it does feel like a, almost a by-the-numbers Blake Seven script, this one. All the bits that are Blake Seven character-wise, which makes me wonder whether this was a Trevor Hoyle completely different non-Blake 7 story. And oh, and he just, converted it. Yeah, they've just sellotaped Blake 7 onto it. Um, I think you're right, because... I, it feels <coughs> like it. Because Zen... Zen is very odd, because he, yeah. he says affirmative. I don't think at any other time, in any other story, does he say affirmative. And he says that is con- correct instead of confirmed. Yeah. You know, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. There's lo- lots of little touches that suggest... This was either done in a hurry, mm. uh, or like you say, it's it's stuff that's unfamiliar mm. with the way the characters go. Um, and there's a lot. You, it's almost like if you took a if you took all the Blake Seven scripts and put them into a computer oh. and said generate a a script that used all the most common elements, boom, you would get this. Mm. Especially season three. Mm. Season three, you, you say about <laughs> um, Space Nineteen Ninety Nine season two. The, I I think. Season three feels very much like that. Feels very different. Mm. <coughs> pardon me to what's gone on before. Mm. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And I, I think if we had gone from season two straight into season four, it would be incredibly jarring. Yes. But season three is almost like a buffer zone, isn't it? It's, it is. It's a time it's... of transition, turning into what we will see in season yeah. four. It's uh, and again, we we we've said before on some of these episodes that you could easily substitute any other science fiction characters mm. it's not uniquely blake seven you could put doctor Who in here you could put buck rogers in here star trek star trek definitely yeah. yes yeah yeah i thought i thought star trek when you see you know ultra world it very much like um yeah. uh the corbomite maneuver yes you know the yeah. big oh, round it, spaceship it, in that it, it reminded me of uh, spock's brain as well mm. yeah uh, in the sort of the the tone of it and the the way it's going. I mean, I mean, before we we sort of slag into it, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this episode more than I thought I would. It's not, it's not a great episode by a long shot, but I did come away thinking, yeah, I actually enjoyed that. that yeah, really... it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just silly fun. Yeah, That's and there's one, there's one really good laugh in it. Which All right, well, we'll, we'll get to yeah. We're going to get to that because, uh, yeah, you, you've got this thing on the detectors and uh, Avon, Callie and Tarrant are trying to figure yeah. out what it is while Villa is teaching Orac. Yeah. Now, this this is weird as well, isn't it? Because it's it's not as embarrassing as I remembered and I feared. 
because uh, uh, again i think even with this completely duff script for villa michael uh keaton is playing it mm. really well but why is he what's he getting out of this teaching Orak? no it makes no sense no it's the biggest flaw in this story yes is it's, this it's, yeah it's like they they thought of the 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 ending mm. and then how can we route that back through and they just put these scenes in mm. Because Villa's not an idiot. He do- Villa doesn't do stuff yeah. that doesn't either bring him pleasure or Rewards him reward him. Yeah. yeah. And this doesn't because Aurak's not wanting to take part. Once Aurak starts to pay attention to him, then you can sort of go, okay, it would appeal to Villa's vanity mm. that he's teaching Aurak stuff. But why is he trying to do it to start with? He's getting yeah. no response that's worth a jot back. It's it's really, it's it's shoehorned on and it feels yes. false. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think they they're working backwards yeah. because you know you it's okay to confuse yeah. a, a computer with illogical gibberish. And it's like, well, how do we get that illogical yeah. gibberish? Yeah, how would Orak know illogical gibberish? Yeah. Someone would just but and they've worked it backwards. Mm. But also, it doesn't help that Villa's jokes are. A straight right. from like we'll a cross each, We'll yeah. cross each one of them when we get to them. But at the end of last week's show, you were saying we haven't had a Duff Michael Keating performance. Yes. Maybe we have now. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. The I stories, he, uh, so, yeah. sorry, the riddles and the jokes yeah, are, terrible. Are, are terrible. But Michael Keating's performance is, is really yeah, good. It's really know? good. It's 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 Villa. I know. It's there's nothing. He he carries that because the lines he's given are rubbish, mm. <laughs> really terrible. But he carries it. Yeah, I uh, I I don't th- I think we're yet to find a, a duff. Yeah, no. uh, it's not this one, is it? No, no. definitely not. No. The the object ahead, it's given out no uh, signals. There's nothing emanating from it at all, and and then they see it. Yeah, this uh, spiky planet. What do you it's think nice. of the look of this spiky planet? I mean, it doesn't look very real, but it's a nice design. It's sort of it's unusual, but it's too small. Mm. So you can tell, you know, as a model maker yourself, you could tell how sort of that wasn't a big model. It's not big. Yeah. No. Um, but it, yeah, it's quite a nice design. I like it's, the fact uh, that they that it, yeah. it's a bespoke item. They haven't just yes, gone to yeah, Woolworths right. and got a football and sprayed yeah. it silver. Or one of their standard planetscapes and just, yeah, just recoloured it or something. Mm, mm. The first of my questions that I've never thought of before is the first one for you, right? They they come across Ultra World. Is it static? Is it just there in space or is it travelling like the Death Star? I think think? it's travelling because later on we find out that these um, Ultras are learning everything they can from the people that they encounter. Now, mm. I can't imagine many people stopping by. No. They so say I, later yeah. on, don't they, the ultras say yeah. a millions of species. Yes, now, which would be very lucky if a million species went yeah, by. Yeah, if that planet is sort of like a Venus flytrap that yeah. just catches anything that comes across it, um, no, it, it, it's got to yeah. be travelling, which, which beggars the question of uh, has the Federation encountered it before? I yeah. guess not. But space is a big space, isn't it? Yeah, space space is big as someone very famously said. Mm. Um, luckily, our crew keeps uh, bumping into people otherwise it would be a very slow mm. Mm. slow episode where it's just Blake asleep on the couch. Yes. <laughs> We've had close to, but... Mm. Um, Avon gets jitters 
straight away, yes. doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, a- Avon's a bit. He's back to his know-it-all self in this beginning scene, and he? he knows. He he knows too much. Yes, that yeah. that he should know, or that that anyone else should know. It is guesswork, but he's dressing yeah. it up as if he does know. Do you think you that's know? all it is with Avon? That he's just really lucky guesser. I think he's, so. He's just bluffing it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, the yeah, others yeah. are so uh, are stupid enough that they can't gainsay him, can they? Can't say, no, Avon, I think it's this. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But in this scene, though, we've got some really duff dialogue. You know, Ooh, this whole yeah. thing about artificial, you mean main, man-made, and then or yeah. made by an alien life form. Uh, terrible lines. Yeah, terrible. Although I do like Villa's aliens. <laughs> yes. What, I like what? that. Uh, yeah. yeah, go back to your lessons, teacher. Yes, yeah. Um uh, for once, the crew um, uh, wants to stay away, but Avon, yeah. out of character, wants yeah. to investigate. Yeah, Avon's curious in in an almost Spock-like fashion. Yes. Um, which, again, it's not, not very Avon-like. Avon is, by this point, certainly, his uh, self-preservation is worth more than learning something. Mm. Especially because mm. he knows everything anyway. Yeah, he wants to check it out, but from a distance. Yeah. yeah. Which is fair enough. Well, it, um, it, that, it doesn't really make sense, that because they say, they say about uh, four million spaceships. Yeah, check it out, like and then and it's like, what was what were they expecting that he would land the Liberator or something? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. He, they make a big fuss of it. Oh, we'll do it from orbit. Where else from? Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yes, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> and we've it's at this a point. Cough this week, haven't we? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it's because we're just dried about. Us out. Yeah. No, it's because we're just about to start talking about the crap riddles. Oh dear me! No, Orak, you don't understand. I say, where do space pilots leave their ships? And you say, I don't know. Where do space pilots leave their ships? And supposing I don't wish to know that. But you've got to say it, or the riddle won't work. It is plainly nonsensical. Well, of course, that's the whole idea. I fail to see why I should take part in a meaningless, illogical conversation. It doesn't make sense, and it's therefore a waste of time. I'm shutting down. Do it for me this once, Orak, please. Ready? Where do space pilots leave their ships? I don't know where do space pilots leave their ships. At parking meteors. <laughs> He's getting worse. If that's possible. Crap though they are, Peter Tudnam's prissy Orak, I think, is brilliant. Yes. You know, yeah, the way he or- responds to him. Yeah, Orak is, is perfect by this point. Hmm. You know, we we've said before where there's a few where Orac takes a while to get going or isn't used, but yeah, Orac's Peter Dudenham is just superb as Orac in this. It's a funny scene. The jokes yes, aren't yeah. funny, but it yeah. is a funny scene, and and it is so dated now. I mean, the whole where do uh, pilots leave their spaceships at parking yeah. meteors? When I was the that... last time you saw a parking meter? Yeah. Well, anyone outside of London or perhaps New York ain't going to understand what a parking meter is in no. the first place. <laughs> I th- I, th- I think it was old hat back then. Yeah, you know. I think it would have been. Yeah, everyone was going to car parks and stuff in yeah. the seventies. I must you know? actually. I I don't know. It would be funny if it is in the Blake Seven annual, but one of the Doctor Who annuals certainly has this joke. Oh really? This exact joke. Yeah. So. Oh no no. That, I I think it's in two thousand AD as well. Could be. Yeah. In, in one of the two thousand AD annuals. Yeah, I've yeah, seen it printed. Some crap cartoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen it printed somewhere. Mm. Um, mm. and pro- probably it was in some <laughs> Christmas crackers. Well, I've just put on Facebook that today's um, you know episode is sponsored by Christmas crackers because yeah. I wrote most of it, didn't it? it yes, did, unfortunately. Yeah, I like the next bit though because they all go off to have a rest because it's, it's going to take a while to get there. Yeah, that dim- was unusual. Yeah, and they dim the lights. Yeah, on the flight it's like, deck. It's like we've decided a course of action. Yeah, but it's bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> just, yeah, just leave. 
<laughs> but Callie stops and she's looking at yes. a disco ball. Oh, this, yeah, I've put in my notes disco That's ball. Poor. This is um, we've had this far too many times in I think in season three now where aliens contact Callie. Yeah, I, here we go. Know, again, I, yeah. yeah, I remembered. I remember this being a sort of a running theme, and when we've been watching other episodes, season one, two, three, four, and that, and I think, oh, perhaps I'm miss. It's, it's a bit like the thinking that every next gen Star Trek episode is about the the holodeck malfunctioning, and mm. it isn't. And I thought this about this, but then we've had quite a few episodes where they use it as a really cheap writer's hook to get the aliens on board, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, how many times? This is almost into Doctor Smith territory. How many times can Callie put these people in danger? Yes. Without them going, you know what? Liability. Yeah. Airlock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of her. Um, Villa's in his room, right? Yes. Yeah, we finally see Villa's room. Villa's bedroom, a very tatty. Yeah bedroom yes he didn't get got. he didn't get the uh the prize pick did he on no, no 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 it's obviously uh you, you, you know that extra room they had when gan was being operated on his like you know yeah uh thingy jig thing in his head and I, all like that you know i picture when tarrant came on board he took villa's good room and oh, gave, gave him, him that the story the cupboard yes. yeah yeah the cleaner's cupboard yeah um he's now recording his crap riddles into what oh, looks like a lady yeah. shave yeah, it did look like a lady shave to me. Uh, not that uh, you know we know what a lady shave looks like, but <laughs> I but had yeah, to use one yeah. to, for for, the, for my outfit today. Oh yes. well, yeah, because you don't want that. You don't want the, get the in spaghetti your hair, wasn't sticking. No. <laughs> it was sticking to my hairs. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I was thinking this. Why is he recording it? What? Who's he going to play it? Yeah, to? exactly. It, I can't imagine him listening it back. You know, is, I say that. We're is he going to plug this, it into Aura? So Aura can have it. I don't know. Well, it could be. Is it? Yeah. In, but why later on is he so tired, giving Aurak, you know, other stuff? It's if he was mm. just going to record it and play it back, that makes sense because he's getting nothing out of it. So record it and just let Aurak uh, do it. But again, this this sort of we we didn't have the internet at this point, did we? So no. So because I was thinking. There must there must be records that Orwak can tap into mm. to get all these. Yeah, because Villa's learned them from somewhere. So they're written down somewhere, and I thought, yeah, this is pre-internet, isn't it? So the idea of a centralized database. I don't know. Of maybe Orak Orak is logical, isn't he? It wouldn't occur yeah. to him to even you, you investigate what a joke is, what a riddle no, is. But once know? he's once he's realised that oh, there's some interest here, I would have thought he would have been off to Federation. Control yes. or whatever. He would have, or, and, and he would yeah. have done it in a microsecond, wouldn't he? Yeah, 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 and just downloaded them all. Yes, yes. And can I just say, this is a, a terrible riddle. What what lock can't be opened with a key? An airlock. This does this doesn't even make sense logically. It doesn't make sense. An airlock can be opened with a key. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to open an airlock, yeah. presumably with some form of key, because yeah, it's locked. This is, yeah, I I actually read that. It's like this doesn't even make sense in there. You know, in the logic of the program, it doesn't make sense. It just makes Villa look really, really stupid, yeah. doesn't that's, it? I think, I think that's the that's that's the sin of this episode, isn't it? That once again, they're portraying Villa as having the mind of like a child, mm. um, which is a bit of a shame because, you know, I say we've seen him so clever in other things. And I'm surprised because Trevor Hoyle, you know, at this point, but. By the time he wrote this or adapted it, you know, from from a, a, an existing 
script he had. You know, he had written the novelizations of season yeah. one and two, so he, he must have had a handle on the characters. Yeah, he must. He was very familiar, and especially like if you read the um, Project Avalon novelization. Yeah, the characters are really good in it. Mm. He's, you know, the first one's a bit ropey, um, the Blake Seven novelization, but the the second book, he's really got a handle on it. So, again, I'd love to know, I'd love to be able to see the backstory of how these were made and at which point different people had a, you know, a, a go at the script. Mm. I think you're right. I think it mm. is an an, an adaptation of something yeah. he, he had already so, had. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, <laughs> well, the, the teleport controls have been changed and they get a weak communication uh, from Callie. Are you sure? I didn't hear it. Wait a minute, let me get a fix on the signal. From the planet? Somebody's trying to contact us, listen. Where's the fire? Be quiet, Villa. I don't know where I That's am. That's Callie's voice. Me. Callie, this is Liberator. Where are you? State your precise location. Help me, please. I don't know where I am. Callie, where are you? We need your location. I don't know. I don't know. Help me. Help me. Help me. It's no good. We've lost it. I don't understand. How does she get down there? She must have used ORAG. That's not what I meant. You better tell them, Dana. Tell us what? The teleport coordinates have been altered to a new alignment. So that's how. Well, how, but not why. What's the reason? Why suddenly decide to teleport down to a strange planet? Daytrip? When the planet was on the screen, did anyone notice Callie's reaction? I didn't. You were too busy teaching ORAG nursery rhymes. Riddles. Look, this isn't going to get her back. Let's get moving. I wouldn't advise it. Oh, and what would you advise? We sit around exchanging speculations. You heard the transmissions. Callie's in trouble. She needs help. In my book, you don't ignore a call from a fellow crew member. Meaning? Meaning I'm going down. Look, if we use the same coordinates, we should find ourselves... In the same trouble that Callie's in. We'll see. Wait! That's an artificial planet out there, probably constructed by aliens, certainly unknown, and possibly beyond our comprehension. And you are planning to go charging in without knowing what it is like or what to expect. You've convinced me. Which is a pretty strong argument for not waiting a second longer. We can't plan for something of which we've no earthly knowledge. Maybe you're right. Let's go. Touch of conscience. More like insanity. You really believe in taking risks, don't you? Calculated ones. Calculated on what? Your fingers? We just spoke about this last week. That's exactly, yeah. or, or the week before, when Gan has a fake... Yeah, you know communication. It's, it's we go by again. the numbers plotting to get the adventure going. I did. I I laughed out loud. This isn't a big laugh. This is an unintentional laugh, not an intentional laugh. Are you going to talk uh, about the record player? No, it was where. So Callie's going. I don't know where I am, and mm. then they immediately say, "Callie, where are you?" Mm. She's just said. said she I don't know, know where, where she is. <laughs> yeah, several times. I thought you was going to talk yeah. about the space no, the record, record player. Yeah, the space forty-five. That was that was. <laughs> That was hilarious, but we've sort of come to uh, come to accept that, and we 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 we, uh, we realise they reuse tatty bits of old equipment. I can now go to a a, a boot fair, get an old record yeah. player, tart it up a bit, get Alex's teleport bracelet I've got, plonk it yeah. on the top, and I've got an ultra world voice synthesizer. Yeah, I? I did mm. think I, I thought it was hilarious that they're thinking 
this is this is a synthesizer so it's playing sound what have we got what plays sound <laughs> record, player. record player the height of technology well it's analog it's like we yeah, keep saying it is, it's yeah. totally analog yeah yeah it's an analog universe yeah and it's turned off by a sparkly purple hand with veins on yes yeah, in that makeup shot, looks horribly dry in to the skin. It does, but it's purple in this yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. But later right, on, they're not... blue. So I don't know if they're using lighting gels to act, could be. Uh, yeah. accentuate, accentuate the color. It, yeah, could could well be. Whatever it is, you get a terrific close-up shot of Martin Bauer's teleport oh, bracelet, don't you? Mm. If you, if you want to make one, that's a long then, lingering shot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a really good shot of one. Mm. Um, Avon doesn't want to go over to rescue her. Um, but no. uh, Tarrant convinces him, and he and he agrees grudgingly. And I do like the whole uh, touch of conscience, more like stupidity. You yes. know, uh, a- Avon's great in this scene. Yes, He's back to our Avon that we know and love. That I love, gladly leave his I friends love, to, I love, to die. Yeah, I love the way where, where, when he says, "So oh, you do believe in? You do like taking risks?" And Tarrant smugly goes, "Oh, calculated, calculated on what?" Your fingers, yeah. and I love yeah. that delivery. I love the look yeah. that Paul Darrow gives. Yeah, he's he's this. Yeah, he's brilliant in this. He really is. Yeah, they teleport down to what I have always thought was an underground station. Well, yeah, I th- I thought it, it looked like the, the the service tunnels of the underground or something like that because it's not it's not where uh, public goes. It's that no. back in stuff, isn't it? No, it's not. All right, but I'll tell you about that in behind the scenes. All right. I do like that it's got like uh, like dates and London Corporation stuff in the concrete. This couldn't is, even be bothered to cover that. Up. This is terrible because it is yeah. all concrete and girders yeah. and bolts, isn't it? It's not very it alien is, yeah. like at all. And, and I uh, love that. Uh, is it Avon goes? Um, we're in a computer. Yeah. I, what this looks not what? <laughs> well, they come across this twinkly. Yeah. lights on a board don't they yeah. and he says it's it's a circuit diagram of a computer we're inside a computer that's a heck of a guess heck as well a, isn't it yeah how does he know do you think though that if if there was a time travel episode and they came back to now and they were on the london underground and found an underground map it'd say the same thing wouldn't it yeah <laughs> this is some sort of computer car we're in a computer look, look, piccadilly circus yeah well, they're running up and down, and they clumsily yeah. find the room, um, and they go inside, and there they are, the Ultra. Yeah. We are the Ultra. Welcome, Avon, Tarrant, Dana. Welcome to Ultra World. So you know our names. What about you? We are the Ultra. So you said. Our sole function and purpose is to gather and accumulate information. All this just to collect information? Data processing, storage and retrieval. Ultra World is a computer. Possibly the greatest concentration of computer power in the known systems. You speak knowledgeably. I can recognize germanium circuitry when I see it. Avon. Yes, of course. The electronics expert who single-handed embezzled 500 million credits from the Federation banking cartel. An audacious theft. If it had worked. And you, Del Tarrant, graduate of the Federation Space Academy, posted as missing, along with the Federation pursuit ship which you used to run contraband in the outer planets. You seem to know everything. That is our mission. To gather and accumulate information on all known worlds and civilization. Our memory banks contain a considerable amount of data about Earth. 
third planet of an unremarkable star. Planetary mass is of an order which is common enough. The atmosphere is an unremarkable mix, principally oxygen and nitrogen. All in all, your world is... Unremarkable. Except for the dominant species it gave rise to. Oh, well, at least it's got something of interest, then. Everything has something of interest. Yes, well, so much about us. What about you? You built all this. Not quite. Then how? It built itself. We are merely the custodians. You were not strictly correct in calling Ultraworld a computer. Ultraworld is much more than that. It possesses consciousness, self-awareness. You mean it's alive? By any meaningful definition of the word, yes. We're wasting time. Wait a minute. Germanium circuitry is clever stuff, but to the best of my knowledge, it cannot think for itself, nor can it reproduce its own structure. You have an astute mind, Avon. If you say so. There is another process involved. Nucleoplasmic absorption. Oh, well, that's a relief. I thought it might be something complicated. The process is extremely complex. Ignore him. That's what passes for wit on board our ship. Your profile on our species should have included our sense of humor. As you're so wise and all-knowing, no doubt you can tell us what's happened to our crew member and where we can find her. What's the matter with her? Is she all right? The female Kali is in a state of natural sleep. She is recovering. From what? She has undergone a severe mental trauma. We have placed her in a sleep cell to facilitate recovery. What caused this trauma? We do not know. Our instruments can detect no physical damage. We want to see her. Of course. A most fascinating type of humanoid species, this girl Kelly. One of the few telepaths we have encountered. Have you encountered many species? Millions. Isn't it lucky that they find that room, you know? Yeah. Three bald blokes, right? Yes. One almost bald. Uh, yeah, lazy man. You don't. Didn't yeah, his he, head. he refused apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because he's he he thought it'd be like Elton John if he shaved it all off, it will never come back. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, my first question. Uh, sorry, second question in all this. Yeah. Is this all the ultra are? Is the ultra just three people, or do you think there are more ultra throughout ultra world? Um, I would. I mean, I imagine there would have to be more, but. For the intents and purposes of the story, this is it. It's just mm. three three guys in a brain. Mm. Do you think there's female Ultra? Uh, I don't know. Because how do you make more Ultra? I, I thought maybe they well, are converted menials. But they know. can't. They can't be because they don't know what uh, uh, they don't know what the sex act is. Oh, that's true. Later on, so they I think we can confidently assert that these these, these bald three. middle-aged men are virgins. <laughs> There's, a, there's another surprised. thing for a T-shirt, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yes, they're in these pearlescent uh, skin colouring, yes. aren't they? And wetsuits yeah. with added veining. We, yeah. Really weirdly, though, because of the way they've done the, the latex veining on the face, it looks like they were wearing bald caps. Because mm. where they've put, positioned the veins, it looks like exactly where a bald cap starts And you've got to, to hide away. the join. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I thought... Because I remember you saying that one of these guys didn't want to shave his head, and I thought... They've they've hired these guys because they're bald and they've got to shave them head and they've totally thrown that away by making anyone watching it will go oh bald cap is coming off <laughs> yeah I, I I like how there's been an attempt to match the veins on the suit to the yes. veins on the neck yeah. but it doesn't Which work does, does it does this mean these are little naked bald headed middle aged virgins <laughs> this is a weird program isn't it <laughs> if that's the do we see groin shots. 
There's no genitalia uh, on view, well, they, are it, there? Which, again, so that ties in with they've no idea what the rumpy pumpy is. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. you're definitely a space virgin if you've got no genitalia. Yeah. There's another and thing for a t-shirt. And that's a t-shirt. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they welcome them to ultra world, don't they? They're they all do. very They're civil very nice. and polite. Yeah, They're very they're British, civil. these yeah, ultra, they, yes. Yeah. This Actually, yeah, this, this is a very British alien race isn't it mm. middle-aged bald not getting any sex yeah. very polite yes yeah, yes yes very polite and the room i think is very late tom baker doctor who yes very think? um yeah very low budget in fact i th- i would not be surprised if this wasn't made out of uh like stock mm. stuff that was lying about it yeah. doesn't it doesn't look designed does it none of this not, in fact none of this episode looks designed it looks like it was made up from whatever they had to hand mm, mm, mm. other than the lovely model shots i mean the, the sets i'm talking about yes yeah i think that that's yeah. what lets it down it's the riddles the yeah. padding and uh the yes. sets and the location do you, <laughs> yeah do you think they um do you think they spent the money on the special effects and they really didn't have much i think they did the, because yeah, yeah when we come to it i mean that is a terrific mm. model sequence yeah oh, yeah the, the special effects are, are far too good for this episode they are they They're are wasted it. yes yes indeed yes the ultras say that their function is collecting information yes um and avon but says they've, sorry they want to collect information but they've never come across any porn no which is ironic, seeing as the person yeah. who wrote this wrote for a porn Wait, mag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's some sort of there's some sort of weird joke we're not getting here? But... It could be a complete in yeah. joke, couldn't it? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Avon has a terrible line. He says he can recognise germanium circuitry. What the yeah. heck is germanium circuitry? Is that like circuitry made in Germany? What? <laughs> I don't know. Or circuitry yeah, I... made out of geraniums? Uh, it's geraniums, organic. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Maybe the core is a big geranium. It could be. Mm. I think it's Avon making words up. He's making it up as they go along. Yes, yeah. And they all know about uh, Avon's fiddling. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. Uh, It's gone up, though, because I think it was 5 million in the way back. Yes, it's 500. Now it's 500 million. It wasn't 500 million. Do you think Avon... Hacked into the computer and put it up to make him look better. I think better. he did. He went on. This, he went on the yeah. Federation's Wikipedia. And yeah, and just edited it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Federation could have just found him by checking his IP address. Um, this is weird as well because they talk to Tarrant and they they give a nice little breakdown. They say Tarrant, Federation officer listed as missing. Mm. Why is he listed as missing? Well, they say the Federation that... know where he is. <laughs> he could be listed as AWOL or something like that, but not missing. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but I do. And they also, yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say I do like the fact that we get an insight in what he did. Yeah. He stole a pursuit say, ship yeah. and become a smuggler. He become Han yeah, Solo yeah. in a pursuit yeah. ship. I want he to see that in a comic. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah that would be a really good. If you know, I mean, much as I loathe the. Uh, spin-off series there would be a nice little spin-off series young tarrant yeah yeah nothing on dana though they don't even mention no. dana i guess they don't know anything about dana no which again i mean so are we saying that they have come across the federation because they know about tarrant or is someone else knowing about tarrant they must confusing. know about the federation yeah. you know how which why the would they not is. know about dana unless serverland didn't bother writing a report yeah, it could be for could aftermath be. Yeah. yeah or restructured it so that you know yeah did cut cut out all the other characters yeah, no, there's no one else on the planet just me 
Because they certainly do know about Earth. They call it unremarkable, don't they? They yes, show lots yeah. of uh, footage. Did you recognise um, um, what was on top of the dial that one of the Ultra uh, turns to show this stock footage of Earth? I don't think so, no. I didn't it's a, it, it's a part of an old airfix kit. It's like the, oh, really? the, the tip of a missile they've stuck on top of the dial. Oh, I'll have to go back and have a look. I, I, I'll freeze frame it and, yeah. and put it on Facebook, okay? I think we need to track down exactly what kit it came from. Indeed, yes, and yeah. and then we can recreate it. Yes, we can. Um, and the that the ultra world built itself. Okay. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. And the ultra are just its tool. Yeah, so they're like they're like, I don't know, fleas on this thing. I I didn't really understand what they were getting at there. Again, like I say, these are big sci-fi ideas that are rushed over mm. to fit in a 40 minute yeah, yeah. and you tart it up with a fancy uh word like it grows through nucleoplasmic absorption yeah what's that when it's at home i like Is that anything line. to do with germanian circuitry yeah, it could be uh tarrant's good in this i must say this yeah. is a good yes, tarrant yeah. episode because he said oh i thought it was something complicated and yeah. uh, they go oh it's extremely complicated <laughs> you know yeah tarrant tarrant occasionally is just brilliant Mm. He's mainly not, but occasionally. And I was like, oh, I wish they'd have played it like yeah. this. Because again, that's a very Han Solo line, isn't yes. it? Yes, yes, that's yeah. exactly. Oh, well done, Ian. That's exactly mm. what it is. That is exactly what Han Solo would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they show them Cali, um, which yeah. it, it um, causes a reaction in the three, including fanning from uh, Avon yeah. of his gun. Um, yeah, he sees Callie, he wants a bit of fanning. <laughs> fanning Callie. Uh, she's asleep, apparently, after undergoing yeah. a severe uh, mental trauma, and they don't and they know so- why. Yeah, and they're sort of saying, they're going, is she asleep, is it something else? But if she is actually just asleep, presumably the Ultra could just wake her up there and then mm. to show that. Yeah. Again, a little bit un, um, unfocused in the writing as to whether... The ultras are lying, which mm. we find out later. She's not just asleep. Mm. What? Yeah. What are they? What are they doing here? I've got my big question for you now, mm. right? Because they say that she's an interesting humanoid. Okay, and yep. um, um, they're asked, you know, have you encountered many species? And they say millions of species. Yes. Right. Now, <clears throat> now they find Callie interesting. They don't know anything about the bonding ceremony yeah and later on they say that the liberator will go into their museum but they don't seem interested in the system that built the liberator right yeah and that's what i've been thinking about it's like why aren't they interested in where did you get this ship from why is it so much more technologically advanced than anything we know of about earth and then i thought hang on a minute what if in you know the second episode when the Liberator's been in a battle, could that have been a battle between the system and the Ultra? Well, could be, yeah. Two whacking great big planets, you know, yeah. the, so the, the not, system they're not, planet they're and They're not Ultra curious world. because they know all about they it They know already, all, yeah. all about it, yeah. Yeah, could be. They want That's it in the museum because it's a relic. Skin tight jumpsuit. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, blue skin tight jumpsuits yeah, yeah, yeah. as well they they want the liberator to put in their museum as a relic from a war that the ultra world had with you know the system yeah because you would think because the 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 ultra the big brain is basically just a computer 
and its memory storage and things like that, you'd think they would be interested in Zen, wouldn't you? Yes, but they don't. They they, ignore that totally. They're more interested in in bonding ceremonies, you know, and stuff. It's as if they already know about the system. Yeah, you, yeah, you could, you could be right there. See, in my mind's eye now, yeah. when the London encounters, you know, on that rather, yeah. you know, cheap, you know, uh, screen, the the space battle that's going on, you've got an almost Borg-like battle between Ultra World and yeah. the System World, you know, which would be would would be sort of big and epic. Yeah, epic big weaponry, isn't it? Not just yeah. normal plasma bolts. And that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, on the Liberator, Villa's at it again. Knock, knock. Who's there? Atch. Actual? Sorry, I didn't know you had a cold. A cold what? Uh, no, not a cold what. Just a cold. You know, cold, chill. I am not subject to colds and chills. Some trace deposits on my anodizers, perhaps, but I am quite capable of dealing with that myself. Forget it. Go back to sleep. Is this another riddle? No. The idiosyncratic syntax of riddles interests me. They seem to depend for their effect on solecisms and grammatical discrepancies. Eh? Do you have another riddle for me to analyse? You'd only spoil it. I thought you liked riddles. I do when I'm allowed to tell them properly. All you're interested in is the idiotic syntax or something. That's very clever. What is? For idiosyncratic syntax, you substituted idiotic syntax. Yes, very good. Is it? Another one, please. Right. What's the best cure for water on the brain? I don't know what is the best cure for water on the brain. A tap on the head tap on the head. Yes, I see. In this instance, the word tap has a double meaning, as in to strike something, and as a device for controlling the release of fluid from a tank or pipe. The fluid referred to is water, therefore tap on the head has two ambivalent meanings, one pertaining to the striking of the cranium. He's been funny. I don't mind this one. This isn't a bad knock-knock joke, you know, knock-knock. Yeah. Who's there? Atch. Atch who, you know. But I like even more Orac's statement that he doesn't suffer from chills, you know. Yeah. Some trace deposits on his anodizers. You know? yeah. or, Orac is um, he's the straight man, but he's funnier than Villa, who's meant to be the comedian. Yes, yes. Uh, and he says he wants to know more about idiosyncratic syntax of riddles. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm guessing at this point he, he he either already knows or suspects what Ultra World will will be doing shortly, and he he's already doing something about it. Yeah, I I thought that is it is because he's he's not interested in this at all until he suddenly is. Mm. So has he detected? Uh, and that's thought, what I take. I it. yeah, I need something to combat to battle this. Yeah, to combat this malign influence. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's what I think is happening. Otherwise, it just makes no sense why he's suddenly enthused about them because mm, mm. he's not—he's not been interested at all up to this point. No, no, I like it. I, I, I like Pete mm. Tudnam. I like Michael Keaton in this. You know, they work. Orac oh, and Villa work really well together. A couple of other episodes where he talks to them, I think they—they've got a, a level of complete disdain for each other. Yes, that works well, they're total really opposites, well. aren't they? Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 And like, it, I did like Villa's idiotic Tintax. Again, how yeah, dated is that? Who says Tintax? Yeah, Tintax. Yeah. I confuse people at work by saying Tintax. Because I, I think of drawing pins as Tintax. Mm. And I'll say it at work, have you got any Tintax? And, you know, 20, 30-year-olds will look at me and go, what? what's that? <laughs> yeah. And you have to say drawing pin. So, it, yeah, by the uh, second calendar. Yes. It's had I a resurgence. Know. 
Yeah, the Tintax come back into being. Yes, yeah. And it ends brilliantly with him analysing the whole tap on the head. Yes, which is quite a nice analysis. It's it is. It's a really good analysis of how a joke works. Is it that, that, that's a scholarly yeah. Uh, yeah. assessment, isn't it? Yes. We can appreciate that. But it, even like. better yeah. is Michael Keating, because he goes from joy at Orac wanting a yes. riddle. <laughs> and... <coughs> so, so, <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> it's, uh, do you notice I cough whenever there's a crap riddle? You do, yeah. Yes. You might, you might, you might have to take the volume down on that. If anyone listens to yeah, this on sorry, headphones, sorry, listener. Yes. Sorry, yeah. No, no. I love the fact that you've got Villa's joy at Orac wanting a riddle. Yes. Uh, a riddle. A riddle. Uh, <laughs> and and then having an audience uh, to yes. to despair. You know. Yes. As Orac goes off on one. Yeah, because he's. Um... I mean, and it's quite good. That sort of that is Villa, isn't it? That he's mm. he's only he's only enthusiastic about things on his level. So as soon as uh, as soon as Orac wants to the, the serious side of joking, if that's not an oxymoron, mm. um, he's lost interest because he's no interest in the 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 the, the logic behind no. any of this. Right. He just wants to get a chuckle. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, on Ultra World, you know, uh, they, they found Callie. She's asleep standing yep. up. I don't know how you can sleep standing up. Yeah. Um, and Avon... That block she's on looks very familiar as well. Mm. I don't, I've seen that in Doctor Who or something, you know. Mm. Oh, we have so, to look into that. Yeah. yeah. Avon doesn't take anything on trust no. and, and, and says we've got to take uh, the Ultra at their word. I like him in this. He says, mm. I've told you before, they can take us out like that doesn't he yeah you know yeah he's good he's good he's really goodness and i do like that it's something outside of avon's field mm. it's like finally yeah yeah terence wandered off and this is the start of the endless padding of going up and down these bloody corridors oh, god yeah yeah mm. it's this is what kills this episode is not a, i mean the padding's bad enough some of the editing is really weird where they're using shots from later on in the episode earlier on that mm. make no sense but this, yeah, this padding, it's like they thought, we're here on location, we've got to get the most out of it. Yeah, run up there, now run yeah. back, now run up, now run back. It, it, it It's never convincing. It never convinces no. you that it's anything other than what it is. Like I say, this, this reminds me, I said last week, this reminds me of the Doctor Who episode, um, The Sunmakers, which again has tedious scenes of them running up and down i think in this case it was a guinness factory or something um but running up and down stairs and up and down real corridors which is weird isn't it because we're, we're sort of we accept when they're running up and down fake corridors yes but as soon as it's real yeah it becomes boring it does become <laughs> incredibly weird, boring and and it's very nice when tarrant actually goes into a room and he finds this oh, room God, with yeah. some tubes in a rack and he, he takes takes a tube out, puts it in a hole, and talks to a guy called Ralph. Yeah. I mean, A, how does Tarrant know what yes. this is and and that it's and not a self destruct switch? Yeah. We've you know, we've we've met enough species <laughs> that have self destruct switches in <laughs> in the open. Maybe because it wasn't red. If it had been red yeah, he wouldn't touch it. Yes. But he he finds this guy called Ralph who comes up on the on the TV screen, and it seems his thoughts and memories are in that tube. He doesn't know yeah. where his physical form is, uh, and says he he's a, maybe a menial, uh, maybe absorbed in the core. 
but yeah so th- this I, th- I thought that again this is big sci-fi ideas and this this happens on a few other programs and in other sci-fi books where your entire personality is is uploaded into a computer system mm. so are you that person mm. are you you know and i thought it was quite interesting it's just again a shame they absolutely blank over it straight away. <clears throat> indeed um, and I, I like his, um, you know, delivery of about the, the whole no knowledge cannot answer to the questions. Yeah. That's quite nice. Uh, yeah, it's a nice little sequence. It's not bad, is it? I hate the fact that, you know, the menial that you see the most is Ralph. Out of all the menials yeah. that you're going to see later on, it's Ralph who, who features mostly. Um, this this is, again, the trouble with when you do a planet size thing and then you only ever meet three yes, people yes yes yeah. it? It, it stretches credulity yeah. a bit the three people come in then the ultra come in yeah uh, while tarrant hides and uh, they say that they've transferred callie's mind into one of those tubes and that's when tarrant swaggers in yes they they suffer for again from that villain's thing of discussing their plans in yes fully a shot yeah. of the heroes yeah. they stare daggers at him and they almost yeah. seem to be hypnotizing him for a while or they're looking at his perm and being a bit jealous. They're going, oh, I'm bald, but look at that. He made me shave my head. <laughs> He's got a perm. Yeah, it could be. It's broken up by Dana's um, Robot Wars bomb. Yeah, where'd she get where this did, from? Where the bloody hell did that come from? We, she hasn't even got a handbag. Where's this? Oh. We saw this at uh, uh, City yeah. at the Edge of the World, and we said, where did she yeah. store that? Yet again, here we go. Yeah, where did... I mean, because it's not a small thing, is it? It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, they leg it down the tunnels once the explosion's gone off, and yeah. uh, Avon fans his bracelet. We've we've never this seen is, him fan his bracelet yeah. before. This is I wrote this. Out. He, he operates his bracelet as if he's got sticky fingers, mm. and he don't. You know, if you got yeah. you've been eating a donut, yeah, or something, you don't, you don't want to touch, touch something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's sort of operating it with the the sort of the 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 bottom of his hand yeah, isn't he he's fanning it <laughs> yeah he's fan- he's just he's gone fanny mad hasn't he? <laughs> that's something for a t-shirt as well <laughs> he's gone fanny mad that's something for the uk listeners alone yes, not the yeah. american yeah Mm-mm. but he, he he's grabbed by ralph isn't he yes Yes, yeah. in a in a we get a little bit of that Paul Darrow overacting when someone grabs you. Oh yes, type thing. Oh, to, we to love him for that it. Ralph though. is strong. Yeah, we love him for that. And I do like Villa's. Oh no, oh no, please no. You know because yeah. again he knows he he has to do something about it if he's going to be yeah, safe. Yeah, it's because it it's re- again really nicely layered performance by uh, uh, Michael Leo in that. It encompasses not only that he's worried about his friends, which I think he is, he's also worried about the fact that he's going to be left to fend for himself, but he's also worried about he might have to rescue yes. them. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, you can see it across his face. It's like superb acting. He, he wants no responsibility whatsoever, does he? No, he, he, he just wants to... He wants to do his hobbies, and that's it. Yeah. Right? He doesn't yeah. want to yeah. have to... He doesn't like this adventure stuff. <laughs> The Ultras say they want the Liberator for their museum. Now, obviously, yep. this is a planet. It's an artificial planet. Yep. So you have room to put the Liberator into a museum. I'd love to have seen that. Yeah, yeah. What? And who's who's looking at this museum? Mm, those three. Uh, yeah, those three. Do they occasionally take Ralph there on his day off as a treat? Maybe the core's got legs. Maybe maybe the cause like you know yeah. the, the, the 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 brain bug in Starship Troopers and it's got yeah. little legs and it walks around its little planet. Or they um 
they pay for all this with a side business of getting schools to come and look at their museum. Could be that, yeah, on a space yeah. bus. Yeah. Mm. They get yeah, they get space coaches in. Mm. Mm. There's really strange editing next, and I don't know if there's missing scenes because you start hearing a pounding, this like breathing pounding yeah. in the tunnels, and it seems to affect Tarrant. He pulls a face. Uh, we never learn why. He sort of like yeah. looks off into the distance. Because uh, you sort of, I it started, and I thought, oh, it, they're, they're going to imply that like it's a living place, and they're inside, and it's the heartbeat, and all that. But yeah, they never really explain why. Is it? I mean, is it just that they told uh, <coughs> they told uh, Stephen Pacey it's going to be so loud, it's going to hurt your ears? But they didn't bother telling mm. um, uh, Josette Simon. Yeah. yeah, it might be, but they hide in a cooler room uh, yes. where a bunch of bodies are hanging. You're not. Up. Yeah, you're not implying that this room is cooler than the others. It's, it is actually <laughs> it's a, cold a, a freezer room. room. Yes. Yeah. And there's these bodies hanging up, just like in Star yeah. 1. We've seen this before yes, in Blade yeah. 7. Yeah. yeah, this is very, very reminiscent. Only not done as well. No, no. And Tarrant <laughs> thinks that they'll be absorbed. Food for thought, he says, which is yes. a nice line. Nice little line. Yeah, and Ralph comes in yet again. Um, yeah, he gets about a bit, he does. He? <laughs> Unless there's lots who look like him. Um, well, that that would have been nice, actually, if they'd have said that, you know, that that's the standard unit or something. You know, that, yeah, they could have explained it. Like yeah, that. but uh, he comes in, he's not bothered by them uh, being there. Yeah. And, Very uh, Borg-like. Yeah. This is pre-Borg. So Pre-Borg. And like we'll Dana says, this, yeah, yeah, they're the walking dead. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we cut to Avon. The Ultra have Avon at this point. Sleep will soon come, and when it does, transference will take place. It is quite painless. You will feel nothing ever again. Your mind will be released from your body. That is all. First of all, you have to make me sleep. I tend to suffer from insomnia. You will sleep. I don't plan to. Do you suppose you have a choice? one thing I wrote down which was I think it's in that last scene we just discussed where Tarrant says have you ever seen a lizard oh, suck a bird's egg right yes. or is that in a yeah yeah, yeah. What? Uh, uh, no I haven't no no I haven't I. seen a lizard <laughs> has anyone what the hell's he on about that is a very good point yeah yeah what a weird weird simile to make <laughs> um, I guess there's lizards still in the second calendar oh. Unless, when he was running contraband, it was rare bird's eggs. Could be. And he kept losing money because he had lizards on his ship, yeah, sucking them dry. There you go. I That's why he says it was such venom. I think got it, yeah. yeah. Bloody lizards. <laughs> the Ultra um, crushes bracelet, don't they? Yes, oh, there's a lot bracelet. of bracelet destruction in this. There is, it? yeah. And don't say like that it. he will sleep and then his memory, memory will be transferred. And I do yes. like his, I will not sleep. I will not sleep. Yeah, this is this is I like this. This is Avon mind over matter, isn't it? Mm, mm, mm. Really good. Yeah, and menials are loading menials onto a conveyor belt in what looks like yeah. a soup factory or something. Yeah, I thought that some sort of some sort of um commercial kitchen or or production line, isn't it? Mm, mm. Again, cheap 
cheap film and yeah it's all it's already built yeah the pounding noise starts again and then yeah. and then tarrant and dana they find the source of the pounding of course yeah. they haven't got the money to actually show the two of them at a window we cut straight to the core um yes a terrific model of the core yeah it's not it's really nicely uh, done what do you think that's made of oh, it's latex or something i would imagine it's uh... Mm. I mean, it pulses. It pulses a bit too much, perhaps. For for its um, size, it does. For its yeah. size, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's nicely icky. Yes. It, it sort of denotes a, a good scale. To it. I imagine it was quite a large model. Do you recognise any of the mm. uh, uh, dressings or kit parts at all or anything? I, like? I imagine they must have been kit parts, but I didn't recognise I didn't recognise one of them. No. Mm. Mm. Um, I like the way that the Ultra have decided that Avon's body will be absorbed into the core as he's high quality, but Tarrant yeah. will become a menial. Yeah, Tarrant's not tasty enough. Sums he? it up, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yes. And then one of the Ultra uses a magic wand to trigger explosions to guide Dana and Tarrant down yeah, those corridors. I don't, know, don't quite know what that was about. No, it, it is very strange, yes. And we get yeah, lots of padding. What is exploding? That's why. I... I don't know. I don't know. But you get tons of padding of them going up yep. and down those corridors. Um, it seems to go on forever, this bit, doesn't it? It's just, I, I was like, oof, I'm going to fast forward it. Yeah, no, enough, yeah. Uh, they find Callie, uh, but her mind has gone. It's gone into that yes. tube, hasn't it? You know. Yeah, she doesn't do a lot this, uh, this episode. No, not she, really, no. Uh, they're captured and brought before the Ultra. No, we won't do it. Do you speak for both? Yes, she does. That is one thing you can't make us do. Perhaps not, though we might offer an inducement. Such as? Your fellow crew members are still alive. Whether they remain so is up to you. We require the human bonding ceremony. Why? The accumulation of data is our sole function and purpose, as we have said. For your cosmic encyclopedia. We have collected a great deal of information about Earth and its dominant species with one important omission. We intend to rectify that deficiency. And if we agree? We shall reconsider the fate of your friends. And, of course, yourselves. Is that the best you can do? No deal. Taran, just a minute. Could you give Callie her memory back? Perhaps. So it is possible to reverse the process? It is possible. And would you release us, all four, and allow us to return to our ship? That decision must be referred to the core. The core will decide. Of course. The core is the living consciousness of the planet. We are its servants. We obey without question. Tarrant, I think we should accept the offer. Then we can return to the Liberator. Oh, you can't be serious. You don't believe what they say. We have to believe if we hope to survive. Kiss me. What? I said kiss me. Come on. I can't be all that repulsive. Uh, they want to know about the bonding ceremony. That's a nice way of putting it, isn't it? Yeah. It comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? It's like, they just want to see some porn. I don't understand. You know an awful lot about Earth, but nothing about yeah. the bonding ceremony. But also, not only not only that, because the, they're using it as a euphemism for sex, aren't yes. they? It's like, you know, and that's sort of, it's that uh, tee-hee-hee type thing. Mm. But, they must. They must have come across even non-humanoid species that that have sex. It, well, every life form on yeah, Earth does yeah. it. Surely, if you've studied Earth, you know about yeah, that. Yeah, you would have. Well, it's like when they say about um, we've come across a million different species, and I was thinking, do they mean a million intelligent 
humanoid type species, in which case that's quite a lot. If they just mean a million separate species, that's not a lot. We've got more than that. We've got the more than that on Earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, spiders. Yeah. But I like the way Dana gets out of them during this whole, you know, haggle thing that the mind yes. process can be reversed. Yeah, she's she's pretty good here, Dana. She actually does something. Yes, but then Which we get the awkward snogging. I, yes. I felt very uncomfortable um, watching that this, snog. This whole thing is very uncomfortable in that not only is it a it just comes out of left field and it's 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 almost if this was a Hammer film, it would just be an excuse to show a bit of skin. But it's also the fact that Dana's meant to be what seventeen, eighteen, mm, something yeah. like that. It's like, oh, okay. If, I mean, and presumably, it's her idea to, yeah. yeah. To, Sorry to be crude, but um, presumably a virgin because she yeah. left when she was very young, Earth, yeah. to go with her dad to that planet. Yeah, I mean, we hope she's a virgin. Otherwise, again, pretty icky being mm. as there was only her and her dad <laughs> in that base. <laughs> oh, right, now, okay, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's back off and move away, yes. Um, yeah. um, I do like the excellent line, has the bonding ceremony begun? Because the yes. three are the, watching, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, these, this is dogging. Um, it's space dogging. It is, yeah. It's space dogging, yeah, you're right. There's a T-shirt. That's a, could have been the episode title. Space doggers. Dogging in space. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yes. Um, on the Liberator, we've got that lovely shot again that we had at the at the beginning, yes. and uh, Villa's being got at by the uh, disco ball. Yes, the disco ball, which it doesn't even try and hide the fact that it's a disco. It ball. is it's a disco ball. Disco. Yes, and Orax says to leave him alone. Uh, he he is still studying, and uh, um, and then we go back, and you've got Tarrant and Dana. Is this postcoital now? I I don't know. I don't think so. I think because. It feels more like Dana's just making up rubbish. They don't know what sex is, so she's making up rubbish. So just a lot to, of fumbling. To, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Otherwise, talent's fairly quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Dana's got a bomb in her mouth? Yes. You don't know why she's keeping that. Well... Why is that bomb so small, but the radio-controlled bomb... I do remember I'm a big yeah. fan of Harry Harryhausen. Um, uh, yep. Sorry, Harry Harrison, uh, um, the science fiction writer, the stainless steel rat. Stainless rap. steel rat. Yeah, yep. and in one of them, he had a bomb um, in his mouth um, disguised as a tooth. Yeah. So maybe that's what that is. Could be, yeah. I mean, the the in um, June as well, don't they? The Sardaukar have bombs in their teeth and mm. stuff like that. So, But who put it there? Did she put it there? I guess so. Contingency yeah. plan, yes, yes. If uh, I ever have to snog Taron, I'm going to make sure I've got a bomb in my mouth. There's another T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want that for maximum power, <laughs> yes. Um, and we get the explosion, and I do like the line, yeah. is that the this bomb? Is, this is, <laughs> is that the bomb? Yeah, this is the funny line, yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed at that. I thought, that, that's, that's genius. That's, that's carry-on level of genius. Yeah, yeah, it? that is truly the bang isn't it yeah. yes <laughs> delivered perfectly as well yeah it yeah the guy who does it brilliant yes yeah um villa's spouting riddles and tongue twisters yep. now there was a young lady named perkins who was very fond of small gherkins one day at tea she ate 43 
and pickled her internal workings. Excellent. Another one, Vida. Don't know anymore. Another one. Can't remember. A riddle, a limerick, a word puzzle. Think, Villa, think. There was a young man from... From... From where? Think. Can't remember. Um, yeah, he's, he's obviously run out of proper riddles, so he's doing, like, limericks and yes. tongue twisters. And... and and all of this is at Orax urging. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we get, yeah, here we go, the superb special effects sequence of the Liberator yeah, being really brought good, inside. Yeah. Worthy of Derek Med- Meddings, I, I reckon, definitely. Yeah, it's... And it looks like it's the the one of the larger Liberator models as well, mm, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not it's not like the tiny one. I'm I'm so disappointed that on the extras, you know, DVDs, um, we never saw more of this. Who built this? Yeah. How did they film it? You, you you know, because it looks brilliant. Yeah, because all all you get on the DVDs is the standard Matt Irvin vague memories of things isn't yeah. it it's there's never anything in depth but it looks brilliant i don't know the size i've got a couple of photos again from that starburst um article where you do see behind the scenes but yeah it's terrific work and again i can't recognize one model part at all in this like no. you know uh bay area no it's real. it's really nicely done mm. Nothing, nothing sort of spoils it. It's really. nicely done, and of course we've seen yeah. it again. This is another thing that we've seen before in Dawn of the Gods. You know, the Liberator yeah. was brought through a black hole and landed in a cave, yeah. but there we and just also, had um, yeah, we had black bin liners. Yeah. Here we have a proper model yeah. sequence. Yeah, it's also very similar to the um, the Redemption, mm. where the the system takes the Liberator yeah. in through a. But this is the better one. Oh yeah, this looks good. My only question is that so the the, the liberator comes in and those uh, restraining bars come down, and they're perfectly spaced yeah. to stop that liberator from moving, which is a bit specific. It's very specific and very rubber yeah. as well. We're going to find yes. out later. Yeah, they made out of rubber. Yeah, yes. But you can see that they're not exactly. Uh, they don't quite line up either, do they? Uh, no, no. Funny. But no, I love it. I love this sequence. Yeah, um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Dana and Tarrant um, save Callie from being absorbed, and they wake yes. her up. Now, how can they wake her up if her mind has gone? She she's walking yeah. along with them, isn't she? Yeah. Well, this again vibes of um, Spock's brain. Uh, in I had off this where they're taking her with her, and I just assume I just thought, oh well, cause we got the menials and they're brain dead. Oh, so I suppose. I went, yeah, whatever, oh, I didn't you know. think about that. Yeah, the menials yeah. walk around. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but those menials, they've all frozen uh, because the core yes. is starting to burst apart. Which suggests that it's the core that's controlling Everything. the movement. Yeah. Makes sense. But why would the core control Sally? Sally. Sally. <laughs> Callie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why would the core control her to uh, go with them? Mm. It, do you think we overthink these? I think we, for this podcast, yeah. we are definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ultra World is critical at this point. Yeah. Section Beta. All circuits register overload. Attempt manual compensation. Negative response. Operate primary failsafe terminals. Confirmed. Stabilization. 
Negative response. Entering critical phase. But how? The wave emissions were at optimum. Nothing can resist the power of the core. But something did. Something we couldn't foresee and didn't allow for. Something on that ship. We were in control. We brought the ship in. Terminal condition imminent. Without the core, Ultra World cannot exist. And we cannot survive. Can we prevent it? We must. Activate final fail-safes. Now! Something on that ship. If a woodchuck could chuck wood, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood, a car! And uh, the Ultra realise it's something on the Liberator doing it. Something they haven't thought about. Yes. Which means they, they haven't even bothered... Look, they, they keep going on about how much information they've got. And they haven't even thought about all that. Or anything. if there's someone still on board. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, it, it is. It's Villa. And he's doing the whole woodchuck thing. Yeah. The tongue twister now. Yeah, which... I, I The tongue twister doesn't really fit. You can understand limericks and especially, like, uh, puzzles and stuff like that. But a tongue twister isn't really illogical, is it? No, no. Generally. No. And we get an encore, don't we, from Aurac. Yeah. yeah. Yes, this lovely little bit. Yes. Um, back uh, on the Ultra World, Taron has suddenly realised that they've put the tubes in, you know, to install yeah. the uh, the thoughts and memories of um, Avon and Callie. And only now does he think, are they the right way round? It's a 50-50 chance, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Also, he's just assumed that because they were on the desk, that that is Avon and Callie's anyway. Could be Ralph. Yeah, it could have been Ralph. That would be a funny Ralph if in Avon's come body. to when it was Ralph. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and next we've got gruesome close-ups of the uh, this green muck coming out of the core. Yeah. I'm presuming if it's you... green because if that was red, the BBC would have gone, would, uh, yeah. no, Definitely. you're not doing that. You're not having a brain blowing up. Yeah. Yeah, I think they couldn't do it grey, they couldn't do it red, or any colour in like the red side of the spectrum. So yeah, I think green is a is their safe colour, isn't it? Yeah. What was it? What what film poster? I don't know, it like blum- no, 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 no. What film poster was it? Where? Oh, it was Hellraiser. I think it was Hellraiser. They had to colour some of the poster green because if it was red, oh, right. they wouldn't allow it to be a poster. Well, I think it was. I can't remember. What it was Philip Hinchcliffe in Doctor Who said that you could get away with any amount of of blood as long as it was green. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's yeah, I think it's the same same thing here. <clears throat> Pardon me, where yeah, if it was red that would be quite gruesome. Yes. I mean it's a nice it's gruesome enough and it's I mean if you were eating blancmange at the time you It's terrific. And I I haven't really mentioned but the sound of the, the, this like Ooh, breathing yeah, yeah. sound and everything as it's exploding, that's that's good as well. Yeah. Wow. The sound, the sound is really good in this episode because also when the when the uh, minion bodies are going into that to be absorbed, it really makes a yeah type noise. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, no, it is really good, really good. Um, the tubes are the right way round. Um, Luckily, yeah. yes, I, I, Avon and Callie are all right, and they run for it. And uh, yes. Avon tells Villa to open the star starboard air- airlock. I'm assuming there's only one starboard airlock, and therefore only one port airlock. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a bit confusing because Villa might have opened the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a strange editing thing now as well because Tarrant kills two of the Ultra, 
Yeah. He sort of shoots his... Away, yeah, yeah. You see him shoot, and then he looked kind of like surprised or shocked, and then that's it. You don't see the bodies. You don't see what he shoots at. Well, well you, you see him in a shot afterwards, don't you? And it just laid on the floor. So I wonder if perhaps originally it was a bit like star one in that they melted or something mm. and then he just used the shot of them laying on the floor because it, it definitely why did he react like that he shot other people yeah before. it's puzzling it's very puzzling yeah. um um they managed to turn the liberator around on this like yeah, cradle they, yeah which is luck, lucky that it turns on that cradle um but yeah they it's quite it, it's nice that it gives a, an idea of the strength of the liberators mm thrusters or however. They're very rubbery bendy poles though, aren't they? They are, yes. yes, yes. Yeah. And then it goes out. How are they operating yeah. this? You know, um, the cradle is taking the liberator Yeah, the out. cradle goes with it. Mm. So I I thought that and then I thought, well, perhaps if it's stuck to the liberator and the liberator's that powerful, it's just pulling the cradle along with it. Mm. Whereas, of course, we know it's not. It's That's what's controlling the model. <laughs> okay. Alright, fair enough. Um, the last ultra left uh, okay, is desperately trying to stop things when he goes all flaky. Yeah. Yes, which is quite a nice, che- very cheaply done, but quite a nice, mm. unsettling yeah, no, no, effect. It works. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we cut to the flight deck, and uh, um, Dana asks Avon, "What was it like to be put in an, an encyclopedia?" What did you feel like, Avon? What? Being an entry in an encyclopedia. Oh, he wouldn't mind, so long as they filed him under genius. You'd have all been filed away if it hadn't been for me. An ORAC, I suppose. You? Yes, me. What precisely did you do? What did I do? Only saved your neck, that's what. Ask ORAC. Go on. Ask him. ORAC, is it true that we have an unsung hero in our midst? To whom are you referring? Villa. Villa served a useful purpose in distracting and confusing the energy waves emanating from the planet. Useful purpose? Meanwhile, I was able to project those same wave emissions back to their primary source. In other words, Villa acted as a kind of mental decoy. Decoy? So the core was subjected to its own emissions? Correct. Self-brainwashing? There's poetic justice for you. Tell me, Orak, how precisely did Villa confuse and distract Ultraworld? Quite simple. With a series of random and illogical brain impulses planet was programmed to assimilate orderly, coherent thought patterns. Anything else confused it. Eh? You mean Villa spouted nonsense? I resent that. Oh, I wouldn't if I were you. Orak is saying that a logical, rational intelligence is no match for yours. Um, and Tarrant, he, he's got a good line. Wouldn't mind as long as he was filed under genius. Yeah. Mm. Which, again, is, is really nice. Yes, yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah. And uh, Villa says they had all have been filed away if it wasn't for him. Yes, he saved the day, which he did. Yeah. Up till this point, nobody knows how they got out of it. But now Villa no, is coming up with the stuff. Yeah. But they're not really very curious about what happened, are they? Villa has to sort of volunteer all this information. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And Orak agrees with him. He says yeah. uh, Villa... Um, served a useful purpose. Um, and I like Michael Keaton. He's all smug there. Oh, useful purpose, he says like this. Yes. Yeah. And From from, from Orlac, though, that's high praise, isn't it? It is, yes. Because he views usefulness as above all other yes. features. And this, yeah. this guy, yeah. And Avon yes, says, yeah, how did Villa confuse and distract Ultraworld? And uh, Orlac says he spoke nonsense. And, uh, and it, you know, Villa objects. And he says, oh, I wouldn't object. You know, a logical, rational mind 
is no match for yours you know <laughs> yeah and i think there's a there's a little bit of um acknowledgement from avon there isn't it i know he's making a bit of a facetious line but i think there's a bit of of uh not not praise but as close as avon gets to mm. praising Villa. Yeah. and they are friends mm-hmm. we've said this before they yeah, are friends before, yeah. you know they they take the piss out of each other don't they you know yeah. but they are friends yeah yeah. But again, that's that's as close as you're going to get as a thank you from Avon as yeah. well. So. And it's a good way to end the story, isn't it? So yeah, I, I, I remembered it ended on some terrible joke. Yeah, but I was going to say, so many times mm. Blake Seven ends on this awkward, uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah. moment. But this works. It ends with Avon yeah, smiling. Yeah, really nice. Yes. It works because it's, it's character-driven again, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah. That's what it always works. So when they start making jokes about things mm. and having a good old laugh, no, that's not that's not this crew. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, that's the story over. Uh, yeah. Behind the scenes, okay. I think you and I have always thought it's somewhere down where the public don't go in the London Underground. Yeah, I thought it was either underground or perhaps like the, the sewage type, you know, where there's a lot of... Um, large sewage facilities under london nope um, i thought it might have been something like that nope nope nope, nope. the the place they filmed it was in camden in north london right. uh called the deep shelter in camden oh, oh is it a 1950s shelter is it? no world war Two uh oh, air right. raid shelter Right. Wow. It was one of I think there was about eight or ten of these like deep shelters that were built for uh um you know, the citizens to shelter during air raids. Yeah. Okay. Still there, apparently. Um and um yes, that's what it is. It's way underground oh, wow. and an air raid shelter. Um a couple of uh um connections to other programmes. It was used in the survivors, okay. Um, it was used as reference when they made, is it the Web of Fear, the Yetis in the Underground? Yes. Yeah. That's where they went, the BBC guys, you know, famously the BBC guys recreated yes. the, it, yeah. and the London Underground said, oi, we said you couldn't film down there, but they never did film that down there. They did such a brilliant recreation, but they actually went yeah. to Deep Shelter Camden to take all their reference photos. For their uh, London right. underground. I wonder if that's why we associate it with the underground. Though. Could be, could yeah, could well yeah. be. But something you said earlier, it was also yeah. the location for the Sunmakers. Oh, it was. Yeah. was it? Oh, this right. is where that's they. Why that's familiar. Yeah, this is where they made the oh, Sunmakers, wow. which of course had Michael Keating in it. Yes, you know? you're right. Yeah, do you think he was still down there? <laughs> well, I know that you know um, the producers when they watched you know the Sunmakers. Uh, they noticed Michael Keating in that, and that gave them the idea yeah. of um, bringing him in for, for Villa. Villa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all connected. Yes, it? yeah. It's all little connections. Yeah. Now, the Ultra, okay. Yeah. I've got it. Listen to this. I've got a physical book for my reference for this next Ooh. bit. I've got to read you a lengthy quote. Analog. Analog. Yeah. I'm analog. Blake Seven, the inside story, you know, the uh, decent one of the two Blake Seven books. Yes, not the gaudy one. Not the gaudy one. Um, I've got quite a lengthy uh, couple of quotes here, okay, from Sheila Wells, you know, who was the makeup uh, person for season three. And, of course, you know, she lived with Gareth Thomas, didn't she? Um, Yes. So 
if you don't mind, I'd like to read you a bit, okay? This is all about how she come up with the uh, the look of the Ultra, okay? Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> I'd read this script page which describes the leading Ultra's death as cracking like an eggshell, and I thought it would be a great makeup effect. It took me several days to decide how to achieve the effect, and another to practice and time the method, but eventually I knew how to achieve exactly what was written. Veer, she's meaning Vera Lorimer, the director, was very supportive and at my request scheduled the death shot for the beginning of the evening recording. I spent the supper break meticulously painting the actor Peter Richards' face with a thick layer of specially prepared makeup I'd made myself. It was essential that he should remain motionless for it to dry. Sixteen minutes had been the time in my tests. Veer himself came down to the makeup room to see if Peter was ready for the shot. Together we walked onto the studio floor. This was this was a one-off shot, and if anything had gone wrong, it would have taken at least an hour to set up again. Veer in the director's gallery waited for my signal, ran the recording, and Peter's face contorted and cracked like an eggshell. The effort cost my budget several sleepless nights and one pound seventy-seven pence. <laughs> Ironically. Through my own decision, I didn't get the credit, screen credit on the episode. So there you go, one pound seventy-seven wow. to yeah. make it. Okay, and uh, she was quite pleased with the effect. Okay, she should be. It looks really. Yeah, but good. that little thing at the end where she says, "Hang on, let me get it back." Um, ironically, through my own decision, I didn't get the screen yeah. credit on the episode. Do you know what that's all about? Um, what well, I don't know what her decision was to not do it. Yeah, no. no, her decision to ask for her credit to be removed from the story uh, was after disagreements with the costume designer, Nicholas Rocker, because oh. Nicholas Rocker made the suit, Sheila Wells did the face, okay? Um, oh. And despite her protest, she was presented with costumes that both dislodged the Ultra's neck veins and rubbed off her blue skin paint. Okay, and that—that's what we were saying earlier. The suit doesn't match what's happening in the neck, and and because yes. she didn't like and that, she asked for her name to be taken off of the uh, credits at the end. Oh, fair enough, because she, presumably she thought that it didn't look as great as it should, and she didn't want her name on mm, it. So, mm, yeah, indeed. Um, now we've got three ultras. Okay. The one she was mentioning yep. there who, who, who survives till the end and has his face cracked. All three of them don't have much in the way of genre tallies. All right? Not much at all. Oh. So I've decided to actually go for Ultra 2. Has he got the most? He's got the most. His name's called Stephen Jen. All right? He's bald, right. but that doesn't help you much. Okay? He's only got a genre tally of three. Okay? Right. First one was uh, Doctor Who Nightmare of Eden, oh, right. uh, where he played Seca. Seca. I can't remember. No, I don't. I've got Nightmare that. of Eden. I've, I think I've watched yeah. it once since I bought it, bought it on DVD, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Then Blake Seven. Yes. Then <laughs> I was one of the stories that got me to stop watching. Yes, it <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And his last genre tally was in a very underrated film, uh, The Keep. The Michael Mann film. The oh, Keep. I love yeah. the Keep. Yeah, he yeah. was, yeah, but he's in the background. He's listed as SS Commando. 
Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, genre tally of three, who tally of one. Um, yeah, so it's still better than Kasabi. This is very true. This is very true. Um, was it worth it? Um, Checking it out. No, I don't think there was any benefit. There wasn't any great loss to them. I yeah, mean, but they, they stopped the, the Ultra. Ultra. So yeah. is that a yes then? That's because true, they could yeah. have just like well, assimilated even more. I suppose for other people, yes, it was worth it because yeah, they would have just like Borg like carried on assimilating people. For for the crew, no, it's it's almost no immaterial in it. There's no real change. I think it's yes because yeah. they would have yeah, just. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll give it a grudging. A yes, grudging. So. <laughs> I'll put that down. Yeah, grudging. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, they did good, but not through any plan of their no, own. No, no, no. I guess it also it, it made Villa feel a bit better about himself as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if it gave, if it made Tarrant be a bit annoyed in his cabin, thinking that Villa got some credit, <laughs> I, that's a big success. That's a big story. yes, then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the grudging. Yes. All right. Uh, next thing, we've got a shout out. Oh, I like shout Yes, outs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Over on iTunes, um, somebody whose uh, ID is, did ye see that? No. Mm. <laughs> That's very specific. It is, it? isn't it? He he gave us a lovely five-star review. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Did ye yeah, see that? Yeah, thank you. Did ye see that? And he also uh, followed, it, uh, followed it up with a, uh, a, a sentence. Very inf- oh, we like yeah, that. Very yeah. informative and entertaining review of one of my all-time favourite TV shows from my childhood. Love it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Like Did that. you see that? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's us nearly done. Okay. So uh, next time we've got to announce what we're going to do next time. And next time we're returning to a story that we've had problems with. Um, the story yes. power. Yeah, so we enjoyed the bits we did last time, which was Gunsar. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was it surprised us both with how much we enjoyed Gunsar. Um, but this is the problematic bits, isn't it? Problematic is the word because by yeah. focusing on Gunsar, we've been we've managed to avoid some of the more, yes. the more questionable elements of that uh, story. But this time we've got no choice because we're going to tackle them as we look at Pella. Very good. I think it'll be interesting. Mm, mm. Well, let's see. Let's see. All right. Yeah. Okay, folks. Uh, so, yeah, let's see you next time. All right. Thank you, Ian. Nice one. Right. No problem. Thanks, Thank Eric. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.